This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Yeah, you come to me today. You want some Parmesan? Yeah, I'll get you some Parmesan. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. 25-20, 15-10, 5 snowshoes, touchdown, Kansas City! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. It's over! The Bullpups have knocked out Bishop the Age! And for the ninth time in school history, the Bullpups stand atop the state of Kansas! Everything happening in the sports world. Oh, oh, are you serious? Slam jam, bam! Get them ready for the NBA Duncan Contest! And even some things not happening in the sports world. So, you're saying you will not watch any episodes of The Bachelor this year? I think I'd rather have a tooth pull. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing, another edition of According to Jim, right here on 96.7 FM KBBE, or for those of you listening online, worldwide, at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in McPherson, the most excited man again for a little bullpup basketball tonight, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, we had a fun one last night inside the roundhouse. What a great game. I mean, uh, you know, normally first-round sub-state games are are kind of lopsided, but with the new format now, uh, and considering how strong Class 5A West is, we had a very competitive game. Uh, you never know what's going to happen now, because did you see what happened at the 6A level? I saw that. Derby's boys were... Who were the 15 seed. And they won by 36. They went to the second seeded Topeka High Trojans. Went to the dungeon. And they won by 36. Yeah. And that's one of McPherson's early losses this year. Stunning. So that was a crazy game, but... Here in McPherson, it was a fun game for the McPherson girls last night. They won 62-49. to We've got a great show planned today, Steve. There's been a big story going on down in the Wichita area that very much concerns 5A West about May South and one of their players, Zeta Perez, who was deemed ineligible because of a transfer rule. We knew about it yesterday, but didn't know enough to fully talk about it yet. And so because Steve and I are dumb... We decided to bring in the man that knows the most, and that is Hayden Barber from the Wichita Eagle in Varsity, Kansas. He'll join us here in about 10 minutes to talk about that. We've got the Bullpup boys coming up tonight against Newton. But looking back to last night's game for the girls, Steve, we said it at the end of the game, a lot of times that first sub-state game, it doesn't push you very much. It doesn't give you a challenge. And there are nights where they could go out and win by 50. But last night, McPherson was pushed. And I think that Coach Strathmore would either have, would either rather have the big game where you win by 40 and you're able to rest all of your players, or you could play a game like you did last night, where you had to be pushed, where you had to fight back, where you had to execute and make shots down the stretch. And that's what this team did. And I thought that was really important for them going forward is that they were pushed from the beginning of this tournament, and they are certainly going to be pushed on Friday night against Bishop Carroll. Yeah, and the thing is... Um you know, he plays so many players. I don't think rest is a problem at this time of the year, plus the adrenaline's just flowing. Uh, I think this was a very good tune-up. Uh, the Bullpups hadn't played in nine days. They knocked off the rust, shot the ball extremely well, uh, Got you know, did a great job on the boards against a taller team, actually won the rebound battle, only turned it over nine times. Uh, if there was a little bit of a downer in the night, uh, on the night, I should say, they gave up 
more points than they're accustomed to giving up. Yeah. But you got to credit Andover. Andover played super. I mean, they really did. There was a couple times that game looked over. Uh, first half, the Bullpups got out to a 28-15 lead. I pretty much thought it was over by then. They get up 19 in the second half, and then all of a sudden, the Gaddis girl goes just hog wild, scores 13 in like three minutes. Uh, they get it under 10, but then the Bullpups had another spurt, end up winning the game uh, by 15. Just a uh, uh, just a good game to go into Friday. And, and you know, uh, my column, I've already got my column written for tomorrow, but I can tease it a little bit. It says sub-state championship game, but this is going to have all the feel of a state championship game. The McPherson girls played, won the, of course, won the state championship last year. Bishop Carroll played for the state championship, lost to Aquinas. They've got everybody back but one player. It is, I'll tell you, it's, it's going to be a dynamite game, and it's too bad one of the teams doesn't go on. These two teams both deserve to be in the final eight, but because of the way the new format is, only one of them is going to make it. Bishop Carroll has reached the state tournament the last four years on the girls' side, while the McPherson girls are trying to make their fourth straight state tournament. This is going to be another test where we have said it a couple of times, who's going to step up? Because this is a McPherson team the last month that hasn't been pushed that hard. Playing the teams like Augusta, El Dorado, Wichita Collegiate. Bueller. Bueller, where they haven't been pushed. They were pushed last night, but this push from Bishop Carroll is going to be a little different. Yeah, this I, is the push from somebody that could bench press 700 pounds. Yeah. It's a much stronger push. And how is this team going to respond? And I think being at home really helps, and that if they get the energy going inside the roundhouse, which it should be on a Friday night, then this is going to be one heck of a game. Bishop Carroll is not a deep team, and maybe this is one of those nights where the Bullpups will be able to speed them up, play a fast-paced game, and change some things on what Bishop Carroll normally likes to do. Well, you know, the Bullpups rely so much on turnovers and getting into transition. Andover only had 12 turnovers last night, and a lot of that was due to uh, Shanti Henry, a very good guard. Now, Carroll's got a very good point guard. Uh, I think her name's McFerrin. Allison McFerrin. Allison McFerrin. She'll be good. playing at Fort Hayes State next year. Yeah, very good point guard. So I don't think the Bullpups' pressure will bother uh, them. Uh, bother Carroll as much as it would another team, but they're not a big team. You take away their six foot post player, and they're all about five seven, five eight. Uh, I just this is a great matchup of skilled perimeter players, and the Bullpups, of course, uh, they hang their hat now on their uh, perimeter players because uh, the perimeter players last night I thought were just outstanding. That's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow night. The Bullpup Boys, of course, in action tonight at 7 o'clock, taking on the Newton Railers, the team that they have played more times than any other opponent, 123 times, and they've won 28 in a row, dating back to 1997. Steve, we'll get back to that here in just a little bit. We're a little bit behind today as well because of the auction. Did you bid on anything? I was home. Did you I sleep? Did. I rest. I, I closed my eyes, I'll just say that. And you slipped away? And I slipped away. More than a feeling. All right, Steve, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk with Hayden Barber of the Wichita Eagle in Varsity, Kansas, about the situation that's been going on down in May South the last 24 hours as that continues to develop. Jay Billis is all over the case, so it'll be interesting to hear what Hayden has to say about this. We'll talk to him next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by... 
Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE, Jim Joyner, Steve Sell. Steve is jamming to a little ABBA over there. He's got the headphones on. Well, I never wear the headphones normally. This you is, like it? I, I, I can hear the music all the way through. Well, the reason that Steve Sell has the headphones on this afternoon is we have a special guest on the phone with us here this afternoon. We don't do this all that often, but we wanted to bring in an expert because there's been a situation going on down in the Wichita area and 5A West for girls basketball that drastically influences what will happen with the McPherson girls coming up as they are in the same 5A West substate as May South, who went through a very interesting week. And we've got Hayden Barber of the Wichita Eagle and Varsity Kansas on with us now. Hayden, I'm going to try and do my best to summarize what's been happening with May South over the last couple of days. And if I don't do it well enough, then we'll just direct them to Wichita Eagle and, the Var- and Varsity Kansas up there to try and get your take on all of this. But Zeta Perez, who is a May South senior, she transferred to May South on the basketball team from Valley Center. May South was 20-0. They had been rolling. They were the number one team in 5A West. Then all of a sudden, Keisha comes out and deems her ineligible yesterday due to her transfer. And because she did not sit out the 18 weeks that are required, she did not sit out the first six games in the first semester. So they said, you have to sit out six more. Well, she only has five more games. So am I caught up to speed there enough there? They took away the six games, so they're now 14-6 and six after that. Zeta Perez is ruled ineligible. Did I miss any of the big points there, Hayden? Uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me. Uh, I, always, I always like coming on this program. You guys do an awesome job. Um, I, I would say that the, the only thing uh, missing here, <clears throat> um, so there's two documents uh, that you have to fill out whenever you want to transfer. Well, there's, there's technically one if you, if you want to transfer that you have to, to fill out. The second uh, is called a transfer hardship, uh, and that quite literally means that if you're going through a hardship, uh, then you can can file uh, this paper, and that would get you uh, potentially eligible immediately. Um, and that was something that that uh, that was a document that Zeta never knew about. Um, she she I talked to her last night uh, after after the May South game. They beat Arc City by a million. Uh, I talked to Zeta after the game. And uh, I said, well, what, was this an option? Like, did we know about this? She, she said, I had no idea. Uh, she, she said she was going through a real tough time at Valley Center. Um, just said she didn't really fit in there. And uh, definitely, you know, she lived with her mom at the time. Um, and so her mom, uh, they're, they're separated parents, and the mom said, well, I mean, I, I think it would be a better situ- living situation for you uh, if you went and lived with dad. Uh, the dad lives literally across the street from May South, so this isn't an issue of oh he, he's outside of the the district uh, borders or, or whatever. Um, you know, he, he, it's literally like across the street. So, um, but yeah, so so if if she would have filed for a hardship, um, that that could mean that that she would be eligible immediately. Um, and then, but but again, that was uh, that was never known to her. Um, so that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the issue here um, is that a lot of a lot of 
um, you know, the reasoning behind her ineligibility, I guess, is coming down to, uh, you know, it's not necessarily her fault. Um, so it, it's, it's kind of an interesting situation. Uh, definitely one that, that had the, uh, the Wichita area, uh, had, had all of our attention, I guess, yesterday. Uh, I was on the phone pretty much from sun up to sundown. <laughs> But it's uh, it's been a whirlwind of about 24 hours. Well, it seems to me, Hayden, this Steve, um, where was the AD for May South on this? Because I think your AD has got to work with Keisha, cross all the I's, or, you know, dot all the I's, cross all the T's. Uh, it was, was it the AD that dropped the ball here? Well, you know, I, personally, I, I don't think anyone's to blame here. Um I, I honestly, I people will, will will point at Keisha. I think a lot of the time, just because because of Keisha, uh, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a veil that you can that you can blame, and you know you're not necessarily blaming one person. Uh, you're more blame, blaming a brand. Um, but but these rules for Keisha were in place long before the the leadership in in, in place now. Uh, you know, was there, and then uh, so they're just enforcing the rules that that were there before they got there, and then uh, for May South. Yeah, I would say I would say if if you had to to pull the trigger on on a blame somewhere, it would probably fall on the, on the May South AD. Um, but you know, I I don't know. Uh, the, every there there's so many transfers that come into uh, come in and out of schools. Um, obviously, it's 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 kind of tough to you know interview and, and get to know uh, this each individual situation. But um, you know, I, I suppose that's that's probably their job, at least to some degree. Um, the the thing I keep falling back on is, you know, if we don't have a hardship, uh, we should probably know that we need to sit out 18 weeks. Um, and so that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. Uh, she moved over the summer, uh, and maybe maybe they thought, well, it's it's from the time she moves, uh, which is not the case. It's from the time she she starts school there. Um, whereas there was a, there's another transfer on the May South team. Um, Lexi Snodgrass, she she was the leading scorer scorer in the city league last year, uh, and, and you know obviously she she hasn't been involved in any of this, uh, so I would assume that she she was at May South at the end of last year, uh, rather than moving over the summer, so that would that would kind of uh, make her eligible at the start of the season. I, it, there's a lot of variables going on here. Um, I, I think one of the things that that keeps getting caught up is uh, you know she moved for she moved for sports. Um, you know, I, I I can I can maybe see that argument just because, uh, you know, May South had a, has has a lot of good athletes there for sure. Um, you know, Zeta had to have known that Lexi Snodgrass was was going to be there as well. Um, but again, this is a team that that finished under 500 last year. Um, so I you know I don't think anyone would have predicted they go undefeated uh, in the regular season. Um, so it's it's kind of kind of a lot of kind of a lot of hearsay honestly and then it's like well i mean what whoever whoever is speaking it's kind of you have to kind of take it with a grain of salt um and uh you know that includes data unfortunately well no player is bigger than the team and they're 20 and 0 so obviously they've got a lot of good players how will this affect them going forward obviously she's the point guard and everything but it didn't look like it had any problem last night they dismantled arc city is may south you've seen them are they still good enough to win class 5a oh there's no doubt there's no doubt at all um you know that there, there is so there are so many good teams in 5a uh that yeah it's it's i mean it's undoubtedly going to be harder um you know you're losing 
uh, one of your emotional leaders, your your floor general. Um, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a lot harder um, when you talk about the max of the world, the the heights of the world. Um, you know, even even if Carroll pulls the upset on you guys, you know that there's just, there's just like there's so so many good teams. Obviously, Aquinas is the three time defending state champ. Um, so so yeah, it's going to be tough, but. Uh, but yeah, this team is like you said. No, it, the the weakest link, uh, you know, is is probably probably still good enough to start on most teams. Um, so this this team is deep. Uh, it's talented. Uh, they're quick. They can. Uh, they're, they you, you might look at them as they they roll off the bus and say, "Wow, that's an undersized team." But uh, but they'll get after you uh, on the boards and and uh, yeah, they def- they definitely. Uh, are still a complete force in 5A, uh, and any team that would overlook that uh, is probably kidding itself. We're talking with Hayden Barber of the Wichita Eagle regarding the Zeta Perez situation, which been ha- which has been happening down in May South the last 24, 48 hours, and her eligibility because of a transfer. One last thing before I let you get out of here, Hayden. What do you think the next move is here for Keisha? How do they correct this? How do they fix this rule going forward? Because... This is a unique situation because of the separated parents rule. I don't know if they have a clause for that in their contract and, and what they do with their with their bylines. What do you see happening and what do you think should happen with the separated parents? Should there be an additional clause? How do you see this playing out? Well, I'll, I'll answer that in, in two parts. First, um, you know, there is still a way to, to correct this now, at least by, by a lot of people's opinions. Um, so that there, uh, there's a 10-day 10, 10 period that started yesterday, which would have been Wednesday, uh, if I still have my days correct. Uh, and I was talking with Bill Fafflick. He said that uh, you know he has to get his appeals committee together, which consists of at minimum five, at maximum eight people. Uh, they would need the appealing party, uh, and both uh, member schools are invited to, to uh, come to Topeka to, to hear this appeal hearing. Um, you know, obviously that, that can be overturned. Uh, there's obviously been a ton of, uh, public outpour, I would say, um, you know, against the decision, um, you know, that, that kind of blends past school lines. So that's, that's still a possibility. Uh, I talked to Zeta. She said that that's not at all what she's expecting. She's expecting the worst. Um, so, so that's, that's one part of it. Um, as far as going forward, um, oh, I, I, there is another part to that to that uh, that point. Um, I talked with Zeta's mother yesterday, um, and she said that that uh, another way around this is to fi- file a motion in court, um, <laughs> which which to me is getting a little too deep in the weeds. Um, but again, that's an, that's another option that they could that they could take. They could take this to court and ha- have a judge rule that that she uh, that she should play. Um, and that would get her back on the court. Um, that's another thing they could do. Obviously, that that uh, comes with quite the price tag. I think um, so. That's probably not a super feasible option. I don't think. Um, but but going forward, uh, yeah. It, so so here's kind of the situation that that we're finding ourselves in. This is here's why this is a problem. Um, Zeta moved from her mother's house to her father's house uh, in Mays. Um, by Keisha rule, it does not matter that the ch- that the that the that the kid or the athlete moves. That doesn't matter. What matters is that the parent moves. 
Right. Um, and so that this is kind of the problem that we've run into is that, you know, we, we have these separated parents that, that the that have lived in their, their permanent homes for quite some time. Uh, the father has lived in Mays uh, for 11 years in the same house. Um, but if he would have moved next door, uh, whenever whenever Zeta came to live with him full time, if he would have moved one house over, uh, we wouldn't be talking about this today. Man, that's crazy. Um, which, which is bizarre. It, it's, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So to me, um, you know, if we're going to have this, this deep, uh, you know, thorough transfer rule. Um, you can look it up on the case rule book. It takes up about three pages. Um, if we're going to go that thorough on this thing, uh, I, I think, you know, the societal, um, I guess, changes uh, that, we're, that we're seeing, especially uh, nowadays, um, with what feels like so many separated parents, uh, that definitely needs to, I think, come into consideration when you're talking about kids that... Uh, go from, from house to house, from parent to parent. Um, now, I will say um, that has problems, too, uh, and, and this is not a perfect uh, situation because you, you could definitely run into to kids that start to take advantage of that situation, um, you know, that they could go from one school to another, uh, even within the same season. So, so it, it needs to be uh, well-vetted. It needs to be researched. Um, it's something that's, that's not going to be perfect, I don't think, ever, um, but I, I certainly don't believe uh, we're at a point now with this rule where uh, you know we can we can stand still on it. Hayden Barber of the Wichita Eagle and Varsity, Kansas, to be updated on all of this Zeta Perez situation. You can go read his story at the Wichita Eagle and obviously subscribe to them. Hayden, we appreciate your time this afternoon and enjoy Bishop Carroll and Capen tonight on the boys' side. I think you'll need to be sending us some score updates to make sure that the Bullpups know if they win who they'll be playing on Saturday night. That's right, that's right. Jim Joyner, my best friend, Steve Sell, you guys kill it. Thank you. Thanks, Hayden, we appreciate it, man. All right, we will take one more break. When we come back, we will dive into the Bullpups taking on the Newton Railers. Tonight, we're going a little bit long today because of the auction. We got bumped back about 10 minutes, so we'll dive into According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. According to Jim is brought to you by... Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. A little bit later than normal this afternoon, Steve. The auction was running long. I really enjoyed having Hayden Barber on a moment oh, ago. Oh, we could talk to him for an hour. And recapping this whole May South situation with Zeta Perez, an ineligible player, which they won six games with her on the floor, so they lost those six games on paper because of a forfeit. She's not eligible to play in the postseason. And for the McPherson I girls, it is obviously a big-time factor because that means that the girls now own the best record in the state in 5A. So, if they make it to the state tournament, then they would be the number one seed. Right. And that's why this was so important because May South was 20-0 and now would be 21-0, but those six losses really hurt them in terms of state seeding. How they would you like it. to play May South in the first round? Because if they make it to state, they're going to be 16-6, and generally But six, actually undefeated. Right, but 16-6... and six, is generally about a seven a, or an eight. A seven or an eight seed. You don't see too. There's always somebody 
that you know pops through that you least expect. Now I don't know in five when you look at five A this year, it's very top heavy. Yeah, it's very top heavy, and I don't know the East. I think there's some teams with some losses in the East, but the teams from the West that make it are all going to be other than May South now. Uh, you know, you're going to see a lot of good records come out of the West. Should be a fun one for the McPherson girls coming up tomorrow night, 7 o'clock inside the Roundhouse. Tonight, Steve, the Bullpup boys have a real challenge. In the 6 versus 11 matchup, we said last night that it's hard to believe that Andover on the girls' side was a 14 seed, and we can say those same things here tonight about Newton because this is a team that when they are at their best, they can beat anybody. They could be the best team in the state in any class. Right. When they are not at their best, they could lose to a lot and of teams. And they have had some really ugly losses when it just all unraveled. Well, they lost to Salina Central by 37 a week ago. Yeah. After, I believe, beating them. Yeah, beating them earlier in the year. So this is a team that... And Salina Central is one of the top five teams in the state. Right. So Newton, when they are on, they can be unbelievable. And we they've need, got one of the best players in the state in Ty Berry. We need the bad Newton to show up. <laughs> and if the bad Newton shows up, It'll be then fine. the Bullpups will feel pretty good. Yeah. But if the really good Newton shows up, then this is going to be one heck of a fight tonight inside the Roundhouse. And I know we say this all the time and say, get out to the Roundhouse, make sure that you're there. This is one of those games that I don't think, you as miss. a McPherson fan, you want to miss. Because right. this is bringing back the old rivalry with yeah. McPherson and Newton. I think Newton will bring a great group of people. Plus... You get the chance to see somebody that might be the best player in the state. Right, a future D1 player. So the Bullpups have their hands full tonight with a Newton team that is very good. If you win, then you get to take on probably Bishop Carroll on the road. What a reward that is. Concrete Jungle. One of the teams that is playing better than anybody in the state right now and that this is one heck of a road to get to the state tournament. If the Bullpups can just get to the state tournament and get through this upstate, who knows what they can do because this substate might be harder than their potential first two games at the state tournament. Well, you're absolutely right. Again, all the power in the state is in the West. You take away... And pretty much between Salina and Wichita. Right, and uh, in the East, St. Thomas Aquinas is just kind of carrying the banner with both the uh, boys and girls. Uh, the other teams back there, I know uh, Blue Valley Southwest uh, is supposed to be you know, okay, but... The power is in the West. The West is the best. That's kind of the motto. There you go, Steve. It should be a fun one tonight. 7 o'clock for the boys to take on the Newton Railers. We'll take the air at about 6.40. This is their big test, Steve. We've been saying all year long. They've played so many close games. And this is another one where I think they are going to have to really finish strong tonight. Yeah, I do too. I don't think they could coast their way to a win tonight. They cannot coast because Newton's got Barry. They've also got... The uh, Peterson kid, who's 6'7", he's just a monster inside. How Newton has lost nine games this year is just beyond unfathomable. Well, they are in the toughest league in this right. area. They ABCTL really are. Division One with a great team like Campus. We mentioned Derby earlier that they went and beat Topeka, who was right. the two seed in the West by 36 last right. night. Salina Central and You South. throw in Mays, who's been the number one team in the state probably this year. They've played so many good teams, and this is going to be... A dog fight tonight, and we're very excited about it. You bet. We'll wrap up today's show. Thanks again to Hayden Barber for coming on with us from the Wichita Eagle in Varsity, Kansas. Give him a follow on social media and go give him a read as well on their whole Zeta Perez situation going on down at May South. For Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll see you tonight inside the Roundhouse. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by... 
Great Plains Federal Credit Union. Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Next Tech Wireless. And Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Well, I guess it's